0: For those of you that haven't been following along on my late night Snapchat rants, it's been a bit of a rough week. Hey,
1: rough weeks be rough sometimes. They they do indeed. That should be the title for uh, this episode's podcast. Rough weeks be rough sometimes? Yep. God damn it. Luigi hmm. is already taken for an Epic Games account. Hey, oh. Is
2: it really? Can I link this Nintendo account by just like... Yeah, you can. It? You can link the Nintendo account. Yeah. But it's not letting me. I mean, it let me. I also, I have an Epic Games account, so maybe once you create. Yeah, three, I also game. already had an Epic Games account.
1: I think I also do, too, because I played Fortnite way back when. Okay, so you should be able to just use that.
2: We could have finished another game, John.
0: Yeah, you're probably right. Wait, no, I can tell my story right now. Phil, don't talk about your progress. I'm going to tell my story. Okay, okay, okay. So, gentlemen, gentlemen, I have to share with you this exchange that I had today. So... As one does when they're having a rough week, which I have had, I took a three hour escape from reality nap. And I woke up from this nap. And this was like, this was one of those deep naps where it like takes you a while to wake up after. So even like 45 minutes after this nap, I'm still like kind of groggy. And I'm still like in the process of getting back to 100% awake. And I get this text. And it's from a number I don't recognize. So I'm automatically suspicious as one is. But I open it because, you know, I gotta see what the text says. And this text, I shit you not. Only says, 45 minutes. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, what could this possibly mean? Am I about to be taken? Is there a sniper pointed at me? What is going on? So I reply, very simple, one word. What? And this guy answers immediately, and he just says, pizza ready, 45 minutes. Now, just in case you were wondering, I have not ordered pizza. So I I am thoroughly confused at this point. And and so I'm like, I'm like sitting there trying to figure out what the hell is going on. And my first thought was maybe that like Jesse was going to join me in the honors lounge tonight and like record with me. And he was going to bring pizza because he's a good guy like that. But I was like, Jesse's probably not that kind of guy to plan that far ahead. He brought me butter once, but he's not going to order a whole ass pizza for us. And I was right. Jesse's not here. So like 20 minutes after this guy says pizza ready, 45 minutes, I'm like, what pizza? Because I'm like, I'm seriously, I'm seriously sitting like in my room, racking my brain for who would have ordered pizza and why they would have put my number down. And so I asked this guy, what pizza? And like, he's very quick on the phone. Like he immediately replies again. He's like, Lovejoy pizza. And so I'm like, all right, somebody has to know me because like, I've talked about Lovejoy pizza and how good it, how good I think it is. But like, I also haven't had it in a while and I sure as hell haven't ordered it. And so, I, I waited. Like, I was planning on coming to campus a little before. But I waited until, like, the pizza was supposedly ready. And then an extra ten minutes to see, like, if pizza was going to be delivered to my house or not. <laughs> oh, how exciting. Yeah, so, like, I was, like, just waiting in suspense for this. And as far as I know, no pizza has shown up at the apartment. Because I left, like, well after it was supposed to be ready. And no one has messaged me saying, there's pizza here. So... <laughs> I have no idea what exchange I just had, but I think somebody tried to order a pizza as me. It was probably just a wrong number, right? I'm hoping. I'm hoping it was just a wrong number. But getting a text from a random number that says 45 minutes with no context is (laughs) not something I recommend. It was a thrill, gentlemen. Oh my god. That
2: is the part that doesn't make sense, because even if it's a wrong number, it means they didn't know your number. Meaning, they were just texting someone... With no context.
0: Yeah, Yeah. and they said 45 minutes.
2: 45 minutes. Yeah,
0: Like, could you you imagine? Like, could you just just picture for a minute? You're sitting there, and you get a text from a number you don't know, and it just says, 12 hours.
2: Yeah. Like, how
0: weird is that? It's like the
2: modern-day equivalent of The Ring.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's just, oh, my God, it threw me. I'm still a little shaken up.
1: Oh, I think maybe we need to add Epic Friends now.
0: I didn't have to do that with
1: max though which is why i'm
0: confused but what's your epic friend thing
1: i think my epic idea is blue g oh of course i couldn't choose blue g because i was blue g because i already had an epic games account hey oh, the fuck <laughs> haha so there is only one blue g good
0: yes all right all right so 37 okay. minutes after we were supposed to start we can start
2: Well, my point is we have nothing. Alright, well here here's something. Yeah, when give you, me something. When you signal that you're turning left or right, you know when you signal when you're turning left you you, you push the turn signal up and when you go No, that's when you when start. you go right you'd go when, up, yeah. left you go down. Yeah, yeah. when you signal your turn signal, you signal, signal when you're going right, you push it up, and when you signal left you go down. Why is that? everything about that because okay if you turn right you
1: turn the wheel right and so the turning signal goes up
2: but why is up right
1: well because because when you steer with your steering wheel right if you turn Uh right the left side where the turn signal is the left side goes up and so the turn signal thing goes up the no hey that makes sense that makes sense come on the thing it's, the it's thing feels like is
0: true, but I don't know if that's the reason for
1: it. I'm not saying no, that's a reason, right. but that's a justification. I got this. Yes. So the when you when you put it up, you're turning your steering wheel clockwise, right? Cuz you're turning up is clockwise. In, because the, I don't know about you guys, but my things on the left. Right?
2: Mhm. Okay. Oh, your signals on the left. My turn oh, yeah, signal yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the left. I think everyone's. So this. when I
1: Put it up yeah, I think to I'm, the left. That means it's moving in a clockwise direction, and when I turn my steering wheel to the right, that is also moving it in a clockwise direction.
2: And the reverse with down and counterclockwise and left. That's that's definitely it. I was reading a book for a class. That's what I said about. The, yeah, well, you you just said it in a more confusing way. That's what you meant, but you didn't say it. Oh well, guys, guys. As a
0: kid, yeah. as a kid, I thought I had everything figured out. And so my like 6 or 7 year old John his answer to this question is well when you push it up the ball inside it rolls to the right and presses the right button and when you push it down <laughs> it rolls to the left and presses the left button and that's how it works cuz there's a little ball inside your turn signal handle.
1: Oh,
2: okay. Uh that's actually <laughs> I love that. I was convinced that that's how cars worked. <laughs> I mean, the reason I brought it up was because in the book I read, someone was confused by it. And I was like, how could you be confused by it? Because it makes so much sense. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then, did, so is that the sort of
1: reasoning you were thinking of as well, Max?
2: No. So the reason that they provide in the book, which is the only I couldn't think of anything better than what you and Jesse said. Um, or I couldn't think of what you and Jesse said, but that makes way more sense. The reason in the book was that when you turn a bike's handlebar uh, up, when you turn the left part of it up, mm-hmm. that's your wheel turns to the right, and then when you turn the left part of your handlebar down, it turns okay. to the left. So that's the same concept. But it's really the same. It's the same concept. Yeah. But it it doesn't make as much sense because like you could also just apply that directly to the steering wheel, which makes way more mm-hmm. sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wonder if
1: in, like, Britain where they drive on the other side of the road, I wonder, first of all, if the Thing is to the right
2: um yeah that probably makes that probably makes sense
1: wait no it wouldn't be because you still turn the steering wheel clockwise if you want to go right
2: yeah so it would be down though like if it were if the if the turn signal thing were on the right side of the wheel yeah oh on, it's down. on the
1: right side of the wheel no i think yeah. i've i mean when when i got driven places in scotland they had like things on the same side so like the turn okay. signal was still on the left was well, still on of, left. Of the it. steering wheel from what i remember how do you guys feel about electric cars? Or uh, self-driving cars? Self-driving cars? How do you feel about self-driving cars?
0: They're the future. We need them. And I'm not just saying that as somebody who cannot drive.
2: I think... Yeah, I feel like... It'll, it'll, I mean, the technology is going to go way faster than the laws, you know?
1: I mean, the only difficult thing with self-driving cars is going to be, like, the moral dilemmas. I don't think it's as much of an issue as people are painting it to be. Well, the thing is, eventually someone... there There is a human, eventually... has to decide how the algorithm works right to determine where to go and then no i'm
0: just saying like the number of accidents from self-driving cars Mm -hmm. are going to be so much fewer so like to say that we have an issue with the trolley problem like you're not going to have many instances of accidents to begin with much less a trolley problem
1: well yeah so yeah first of all yes they're a lot safer right but I guess the thing is, is when it comes to a situation where it does have to make a decision between a trolley problem type thing, right, it suddenly has to decide this idea, right? This is... The thing yeah, is, with but, philosophy, everything's theoretical anyways, so you could argue it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, my, my point,
0: my point, I guess, is more practical, that, like, the number of times this is going to actually happen is so
1: much smaller than I feel like people think it is. Well, yeah, 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 but, like, at, there are let's say there are times when it has to make this decision right eventually someone has to write the algorithm that does that deciding and so that person is then deciding for however many accidents there are which might be few it's that person or that group of people that's deciding how the car should act and so like i still don't see an issue with it yeah but it's like how do you it's how how does that person make the decision you know, and that is—it's it, sort of just like the general trolley problem because people, when they're driving cars, they have to make the same decisions, right? And how do they make the decisions? Do we want to do we want to emulate human decision making as best as possible, or do we want to not emulate human decision making and have like computer decision making that's that wouldn't that wouldn't decide necessarily the same thing that a human would decide? You know? Well, I, f- I feel like I feel like computer decision making like
0: objectively would be better but i feel like people would be more comfortable with human decision
1: making yeah. i think
0: but like again right. either way like e- either way i don't think it's as much
1: of a problem as people paint it out to be i'm gonna just keep saying Yeah, that. <laughs> i'm not disagreeing with you john i'm just saying it's something to no, think I about know.
0: i'm just like this is kind of like this is like the closest i'll come to being max i'm just like this whole conversation stupid because it's kind of just it doesn't well, matter i think it's fun to think about trolley
1: problems And it's really interesting because that is the first time it's very much played out in real life because it's true. Like if the car, I'm just going to explain it. Sorry. If the car is driving down the road and like the self-driving car sees, it could be killing one person if it continues going straight and it can't slow down or it can swerve and kill another amount of people or a different set of people. Or just a different person, yeah. Yeah, or if there's three people, it can hit going straight on, and if it moves to the left a little bit, it would kill one person. Like, it would have to make
2: that decision. I also don't think that it'll actually be an issue in the software. Like, they're not going to be like, all right, now, computer. If you're in a situation where there's two... Like, the way that it's programmed uh, is very sort of, like, abstract. I'm, I'm assuming, at least, that... Yeah. They're not. They're not going to be hard coded in specific well, yeah. scenarios. You know what I mean?
0: No. It, it'll. It'll. It'll be much more generalized than that for sure. But... but
2: there
1: will be some kind of like swerving option. At some point, right? there has to be yeah. a decision that some has some to... set of circumstances where the car well, decides to swerve, right? Or not yeah. swerve? Or not swerve? Okay. We
0: already, Jesse. We already have automatic braking to avoid collisions. So
2: swerving is not necessarily the only option here. Yeah. Another. Yeah. Another thing is like. Reaction times are way faster. Swerving is usually because humans don't have enough reaction time to, to like, brake. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, with with the presence of automatic braking
0: already being as effective as it is, Mm -hmm. like, again, swerving is not going to happen that much. And also, like, these self-driving cars, I assume, will be able to, like, talk to each other at least a little bit. So, like, if the one in front of you suddenly breaks, you will also suddenly break and not rear-end them. Well,
1: the thing is, with trolley problem, the point of the trolley problem is to limit your options as much as possible. Right?
0: I know, and I'm saying that that doesn't apply to self-driving cars. Like, to just call it a trolley problem in, in that you have to either drive straight or swerve and hit something else is not the case. Stopping is an option. Always.
1: I would, I would question that, though, because I think there will be Cases where stopping is not always like the right option. Like I really do. I I I agree with Phils and Max and your point, John, that it will be so rare. But like, the the software will exist. And I know what you're saying, Max. That it's not like very specific circumstances. If blank, then blank. You know. But Mm -hmm. I'm sure that there are different ways of programming, like swerving. In and I I do think that swerving will at some points be the most effective option for the car even though but
0: at that point at or, that point at that point for me the number of times that swerving is the most effective answer
1: yeah is so
0: minuscule that i well don't yeah think. but
1: how but how does it come to that answer you know what i'm saying and the yeah, point doesn't change the, yes, the programmers will make the program yeah the point isn't how practical is this, John. The point is it's a thought experience. No, it is. Of like, this is not. No,
0: because we're talking we're talking about self-driving. We're not just doing a trolley problem. We're talking about a practical thing, self-driving cars. So well, at yeah. the end of the day, the most important thing is practicality. No. If you want to do a trolley problem, it doesn't matter if it's a self-driving
1: car. Well, I don't, car, we're just I don't doing care about practicality problem. right now. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm talking about when a computer needs to make a decision uh, concerning humans, human lives, how does it come to that decision?
2: Yeah, you stop the car.
1: Okay. Yeah, I mean like, like if hang we're on, talking we about- already
2: we already have like sort of automated systems, like I'm sure tra- trains and stuff are very automated. You know. Trains don't have a system to detect how many people are on each rail and think about who it should switch to. Like it just does what it does.
1: Well the thing is with a train, you you can't you can't swerve like you can with a car because you're restricted to the the track, right? You the best you right, can do is I speed up and slow down. No, Doesn't that right. mean it's
2: more of a trolley problem? Because like there's no. less options?
1: You're right, and, and you don't have the same kind of like like it isn't automated in that way that it chooses one or the other, you know? The th- and, yeah, the thing is like if there's something on the track, it's always going like to choose this, to slow down no matter what it I is. I agree you know? trains are probably automated, right? But trains aren't automated to scan what's in front of them. I'm guessing i i feel like there's probably scans but like it's not like the thing is with cars is it's a lot easier to set up a trolley problem in terms of like you either kill this person or kill another person for example right or it could be something as simple as like you kill a dog or you kill a cat right there are different types of trolley problems but like with a train the only time that something like comes in the way of a train is if it's on the tracks in which case it's odd like it's obvious that it's you don't you don't choose between two lives. You choose between do I break or do I not break? And I can't I yeah. can't think of a time a when different... it wouldn't be to break, you know?
0: Yeah. Well again and like just as just as the hypothetical, yeah, cars are different from trains so, for why sure. Why can't
2: cars just choose to break? Why can trains break but cars can't break?
1: Well cars break. they they will break. But suppose you're going like I don't know, sixty miles, seventy miles an hour.
2: You can something. still stop.
1: Not if someone like jumps out in front of you immediately, and you have to like yeah. split. Well, then they reaction. get
2: if someone jumps out yeah, in front of you immediately, they, they can, get run they, over. That's trolley it. problem solved.
0: <laughs> that's not yeah. That's not a trolley problem. It's not like oh, you have a, you have enough time to make a decision in a trolley problem, Phil. If someone just jumps out split second in front of a speeding car, they have a
2: death wish. You could not pay me to eat end-of-day sushi in Buffalo, New York. <laughs> um, I feel like I could definitely it pay was you, Max. Chicken. It's chicken.
0: It's chicken. It's not fish. Oh, okay. If, yeah. So that makes it much better. If it was fish, I probably
1: would not have eaten it. Max, yeah. I feel like there would be a certain amount that you would
2: be willing to get paid.
1: How about crab?
2: You're right. There is a certain amount, but, like, no one No would. reasonable amount. Yeah, yeah no one's got that like much money.
1: $4
0: i would do a lot <laughs> of things for four dollars
1: four dollars yes
0: i would do a lot of things for four bucks
1: well i paid about six bucks for the thing on a good day so four is at least making most of it back
2: <laughs> i'd say i definitely do five per piece
1: five dollars per. oh piece? you're going per
2: piece oh yeah it's got to be per piece yeah
0: oh you give me five bucks i'll eat the whole thing <laughs> Yeah, there's about well, there's there. a lot
2: of things you'll eat the whole thing for five bucks, John.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair, that's fair. I wonder how many times I can make five bucks by offering to eat things.
2: <laughs> just walk up to someone. Them? Hey, will you pay me five bucks if I eat this? No.
0: Yeah, like, I'm gonna pay off my student debt
1: this way. <laughs> I'm just gonna eat a bunch of things for five dollars each. It's like Fiverr. Watch me eat five pieces <laughs> of sushi. <laughs> Doesn't
0: Mooney's have one of those challenge plates? They do, actually, and I've thought about it. I honestly might die, but I have considered doing that challenge. That's the
1: one that the dog is, like, one of the only two people who have... Yeah, there's,
0: like, two people and a dog that have done it.
1: And the dog did it in, like, nine minutes.
0: Yeah, it was something crazy the like rest that. rest for like, an hour. You only get 45 minutes to do it. But I have I have seriously contemplated trying that and what that would entail for you me. You
1: better never, ever do that without us present, okay? Oh, yeah, you guys would
0: have to be there for Thank it. Thank you. But yeah, listen, listeners at home, uh, if you have something you would like me to eat, I will do it for five dollars, most likely.
1: So you could you could submit those requests to me. Would you eat haggis for five me. dollars? Yes, for five bucks, I will eat haggis. Awesome. I thought you said maggots, as in like the baby fly. No, no <laughs> haggis.
0: Maggots is a very different thing.
1: That's probably a ten dollars thing.
2: How many maggots? Mag-
1: do you eat? No maggots. Maggots are a ten dollars deal. Ten dollars jesus ten dollars going once listeners going twice <laughs> i would not eat maggots for well are they raw or know. cooked what are we doing here like are they still alive i don't know either way
0: no that's a big difference eating something alive is very different from All right, eating we'll something us that's us dead. both
1: your numbers how much money for raw maggots i'd
0: have to like actually think about this ten dollars was a joke i was not serious about that i am serious about the five dollar offer for most things though so feel free to make an offer
1: Alright, so, live maggots, how much?
0: That would be a lot. That would take a lot to eat live maggots.
1: Cooked, cooked maggots, how much? Significantly less. Okay, yeah. That makes
0: sense. I'd be with you. Like, if you cook it, I might actually go five or ten bucks. Yeah. Because, like, in cooking it, you most likely sterilize it, and also can disguise the taste if it tastes bad. But raw... That's a whole different ballgame, sir. That's that's easily triple digits for me.
2: Well,
1: John would eat maggots for no less than $100. Let the yeah, record it would take
0: at it. least 100 bucks for me to eat raw maggots. Let the record show.
1: This is a big day, boys. I feel like if, like, for me to eat raw maggots, I feel like easily, like, five or six figures. Really? Yeah. Like, I'm not saying you gotta pay off my student debt, but... It's gonna
0: take. It's gonna take a little bit more than the average college student is willing to spend for me to eat raw maggots. I'd
1: say. I'd say the average college student is probably more, a lot more than a hundred. No.
0: No. College students are desperate for you money. I think
1: so. Speaking as a college student who is
0: desperate for money, college students are desperate for money.
1: Max honestly brings so much comedy by saying
2: so little. I mean, I couldn't do it without you, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> I just provide the setup. Max is definitely everybody's favorite on the podcast. He's... I think there's another favorite in the podcast.
1: Who, um. I, actually, I don't, I don't know if he's even here right now. You know, that's a good point,
0: Jesse. Thank you for bringing this up. <laughs> as as Jesse has it. so kindly brought to my attention, I feel that I have a responsibility, a responsibility and a duty to tell everyone listening at home <laughs> That our fifth host, Springboard, uh. was unfortunately unable to join us tonight, yeah. and I think I speak on behalf on for of, of of all four of us. Let me just have a stroke on air here. I think I speak on behalf of the four of us that we do sincerely hope that he will join us in mm-hmm. the next episode.
2: Yes, really hoping for it. Is it gonna is it gonna become more verbose every episode <laughs> Until you just? Ref- <laughs> I, I think it. I yeah, <laughs> think it might. Just first like no, a poem.
0: We're gonna we're gonna reach a point where the entire episode is me talking about Springboard not being here.
1: Oh God! Mm. It'll, it'll be I feel like popular. every time it gets more and more set up. This one
2: was great though.
0: I I loved how how fake it was.
2: Yeah. And well, you Jesse. and you and Jesse set John up. I don't think I've ever set John up for that. No.
1: That's I, I think I did it once or twice unintentionally. It's always good to have a Springboard gag. It's always good to have a Springboard gag. You know, because <sighs> bad weeks just be bad. Yeah. Sometimes. Bad weeks be bad. I think I think the work was rough. Rough weeks be rough. Rough weeks be rough?
2: Nah. Bark weeks be bad, bark. Bad weeks be bad. Well, you guys have to be consistent or else the entire theme of this episode is going to be thrown off. At what point have we been consistent on this podcast,
0: sir? If consistency is the name of the game, we have lost.
1: If Rocket League were real... Rocket League is real. There's no, no, just no like, No, like, no, no. What is... But now the question is, if it does exist... What would the boost pads be? What is like magnets. what is like a real life equivalent of something magnets. that you can easily pick up that will that would that can be stored until later give you a boost? Magnets. What, what do you mean magnets? Explain yourself. Mag-
0: moving ma- moving magnetic fields create an electrical current which you can then store in a capacitor or a battery. Take Phil, physics.
2: You're asking like what is the real life equivalent of something that doesn't exist? no but you could this is the most reasonable answer okay like what is something that is like a unicorn where it has one horn and it's a horse (laughs) uh but it's not a rhino because that's not a unicorn it has to be like a unicorn but real
1: narwhal i like i like my answer narwhal is a is a is a sea unicorn okay john i get what you're saying like so like your car has magnets below yeah that then when and like since you're driving
0: the magnets like in the ground in relation to you are moving and a moving magnetic field creates an electrical current and that can be stored
1: in a battery and then that battery can be used for an extra boost
0: like i know that i had a 17 in ap physics one time but like except i'm pretty sure this is right
2: the motion so first of all when you moved over that magnet it would slow you down right true Because because there's like a a force again because you're generating energy so energy has to be lost and so it would like slow you down right true all right Um, meaning you'd have to use fuel to actually push yourself over the magnet and you'd use more fuel pushing yourself over the magnet than you actually gain because you lose stuff from maybe maybe right it'd be like it'd be like putting a turbine in the wheels of your car that charged your engine but like. Let's say, yeah. Let's say your engine was all. Let's say it was all electric, and you didn't Counter use gas point. because because that actually is how. Like counterpoint, Max. Batteries are charged. Yeah. In Rocket League, in the
0: game, not the real life version that Phil wants to make, in the game, fuel and boost fuel are different things. Okay. You don't need to have. You don't need to have any boost in the tank to drive your car. So to charge your boost, you do not need to spend boost fuel.
1: You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, but so... you still you still like. Get slowed down. That's I think the big issue.
2: Yeah, you'd still you'd still get a net loss of energy in your car. You know what I mean? But Phil, no, no, no. Phil said this is as close to Rocket
0: League as possible. So you have an infinite supply of normal fuel, and then a finite rechargeable supply of boost fuel. Phil, this is the kind of question you want an answer. Yeah,
1: I think I'd say that's that's a reasonable answer. I accept John's answer. Like it's it's as close as you can reasonably get within the limitations of physics. So like, even
0: though you slow down, you're spending to get across this magnet, you're spending part of your seemingly endless supply of normal fuel to get some boost fuel.
2: And therefore it works.
0: It's not practical, but I thought we weren't talking about practical things, guys. I don't know
2: what we're talking about.
0: Alright, gents. Uh upload this shit, I'll get to it when I get to it.
2: Alright. No rush. All right. (laughs) Happy birthday. Have a very happy
1: happy
2: birthday, birthday, everyone. All right. See
0: you, guys. See you. So, let's give a quick recap. Uh, Just because everybody at home listening to this, or wherever you are listening to this, uh, this is taking place three weeks after the rest of episode 17. Uh, But I just wanted to share this information with the boys and see how they react. So, do you guys remember I was uh, talking about the random text I got that just said 45 minutes?
2: Yeah, that's right. I remember that.
0: Yeah, so you you guys remember this? Okay, good, 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 good. Because um, it was the following week, but I think it was the day after we recorded, um, the same number texted me. I didn't delete the previous conversations. That's how I knew it was the same guy. And this time, it actually made a little more sense. He texted me, and he was like, what do you want for dinner tonight? And at this point, I, I, I was done, like with the mystery of it all. And I was like, who are you? I think I said, who is this? I don't think I said, who are you? And he replied, it's your husband. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm like, last I checked, I'm not married and I'm not gay. <laughs> and So I think I just texted back. I was like, I think you have the wrong number. And I think he was like, okay, sorry, and that was it. But I
2: just wanted to share that with you guys and
0: wrap up that story uh, with a fantastic. bow. So how long, <laughs> how
2: long between the last time he texted
0: you was this? this so if, my, if I remember this correctly, this was eight days after the last time he
2: texted me. Right, so he had the wrong number for over a week and More didn't por- notice?
1: More importantly, Wait, hang on. he text his wife in yeah, eight days? Yeah,
2: that's what
0: I thought. Like, he texted his wife about pizza, and then did not text his wife at all for eight days. And then texted his wife. Like, what? What? Who does that? You gotta communicate with your significant other.
2: Yeah, no, I think that's... I mean, maybe they maybe they communicate in real,
0: John. Maybe, yeah. but, like, most in people real. don't. maybe. Maybe, but like still still you're telling me you can go eight days without any kind of text. Like even if it's like yeah, do you wanna pick up that's milk that's at the store religious. or like Yeah, like that that is like or there, there was nothing. Yeah, was or not
2: old. I mean
0: and don't they don't text a lot. <laughs> no, because remember this sort of
1: two weird things to text about. Pizza. No, because remember this guy well, no, This guy replied dinner. to my
0: texts lightning fast. So I don't, think it's, it's, I don't think it's an older person. If I had to guess, it's not an older person because he was lightning quick with the thumbs on the texting. So I just wanted to give you that update and <laughs> have those reactions. It's your husband. Oh, my gosh.